0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Before we get into Kyle Kuzma uh, on what he had to say over the weekend, uh, let's get to Laura. Laura, what do you got?
1: So I'm doing you guys a solid because I know how much we all love going to the DMV, right? We all love it. (laughs) Just spending our time there. So if you haven't gotten the real ID, which the cutoff time was October 1st, of This year, mm-hmm. now you have time because it got extended to May 3rd, 2023. Oh, what the hell did
0: I rush before the oh, pandemic
1: dear. to get that thing done for? Then I don't know, but you guys, whoever Man. hasn't gotten it, hey, I just gave although you a- I did meet one of our loyal listeners
0: at the DMV that I went to in Gardena, um, and I, so that was co- a cool experience, but. I rushed my ass there but I was like yo I need to get this thing because everything's gonna get crazy and I my wife's like oh you travel so much you just need to get one yada 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 and I was like fine so I went I got it done and now you're telling me the thing got pushed back two more years another uh, two years basically yeah and wait you don't have a passport bro I do have a passport then
1: you don't need the real ID I know well, but who travels with their passport I do. domestically I have no, the, the card I have and the, card. the book. I'm, yeah. the
2: card. I'm not yeah. so sure. Yeah. I, I remember going I through an airport and the guy was like, Hey man, you need this is gonna expire. You need to get the real ID. So I go into the DMV and of course I have like three of the four things that I'm supposed to have and I think I'm gonna sweet talk my way into getting the real idea, <laughs> yeah, right? Of course you do. Well, well, that is
0: so you. Why do right. you think you're gonna pull that off?
2: Well, because I just didn't realize that four of four really meant four of four. I thought I had three of four oh, that was good yeah. enough. You yeah, know? it
0: was it, just because it was in print wasn't enough for you already right. at that point. So
2: so then what a disaster, okay, because I wasted all this time going, they shut me out. But then it was because I didn't have my social security card anymore. So then I had to go get a social security card and then go back to the DMV. Let me tell everybody who doesn't have a real ID. If I had to suffer for all of this, okay, everybody in America has to get the real ID. I did it. You have to do it
3: now. Come on. That's
0: it. Go. I'm with you. Soccer. Yeah. I'm with you on that. LZ, do you have a real ID? I
3: have my driver's license and my passport card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. How about a global entry pass? Anybody Ooh, got a global entry?
0: I have, global, I have, entry. I have yep. global
1: entry. I got that. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I used to that. have to travel to Canada all the time for the NBA when the Raptors were good, especially that year Kawhi was there. I was there all the time. It was just like good Lord. No offense to the folks in Canada who are so nice, but it's like I was kind of happy when Kawhi moved here because of that. It was like, oh, well, I don't have to go to the Raptors all that often anymore.
3: <laughs> and how are I not supposed to take offense
0: to that? I mean, I'm just saying like the travel part of it is a pain in the booty, you know?
3: well. I'll take your word for it. I enjoy Canada. Just What's know, that? I enjoy Canada. I Toronto, love Canada. I Montreal, just don't love the customs part Pan of it. Man City. Yeah. You yeah. should fly into Detroit and just drive over.
0: Well, you could do that, but don't you still have to stop and you know at the, the border anyway?
3: Yeah, you do, but it's easier. Oh it's easier to, to cross the border on the ground than it is in the air. Well, that's Can't true. Get
0: now. Can't you? Get I, I have now been though. to Windsor when I well the I'll give you so there's a ridiculous sidetrack. Um, when the Pistons were good back in the mid early to mid two thousands, uh, whenever I had a game in Detroit, um, like I remember the e- I covered a couple of Eastern Conference Finals there when Shaq was in was with the Heat, and I, I we would just drive to Windsor to go gamble, and it was like fun.
3: Yeah. So we used to uh, go there for the strip clubs.
0: That's fun too because yeah. you
3: can get in at eighteen, and we would right. tell people that uh, we were going to the ballet. <laughs> for school you that's were saying we art is what you were saying yeah, same story that
2: you guys have yeah. my story was going to buffalo new york for buffalo bills games
0: oh and then canada crossing the border and going yeah. to toronto which yeah. wasn't
2: exactly right around the corner but
0: no way. that's like four hours no yeah yeah that's like driving to vegas basically uh all right that is what you need to know brought to you by Morongo. play it safe good times your real id push back to 2023 thanks laura uh all right kyle kuzma lz mm-hmm Said the thing that goes contrary to your belief. Quote, seating doesn't matter. Now does it? I mean they're one and a, are they one and a half still? I, I have to double check. But they were one and a half games up on the Dallas Mavericks. And I gotta double check to where they are now. Uh I wanna make
3: We are Two and a half. So two they're and two and, and a half, half again. Two and a half up on Dallas. Right. and three and a half
0: on Portland.
3: Right. Uh Dicey. Dicey. Um, because you definitely don't want to do the play-in. But listen, everyone's got their opinions, whether they're on the court or watching. But if you ask anyone where would they rather play, home or away, I do believe the answer would be home. Mm -hmm. Correct. So my point is that why not fight for what you want, which is to be at home. I believe you say things like seating doesn't matter, when you're not able to change your seating. <laughs> That's when you say it doesn't matter. Right. When you can't do anything about it. We're not well, catching they're not, Denver. They're definitely
0: not catching Denver. Yeah, I we're not
3: catching Denver, so yeah. we're locked in at five or six or worse. Right. So you have to say seating doesn't matter because right. what's your alternative? Right. you gotta, you got to convince yourself that seating doesn't matter. And and if you
2: go and you are one of the lower seeds, obviously, and you do even have to play your way in – and you do win an NBA championship, then you will have been proven right. Seeding did not matter. We got our right. team healthy. We ran to another championship. So, seating didn't matter. On the other hand, if you have a low seat and you have to play your way in, and it takes a lot of wear and tear, and you haven't played together enough games, and you get knocked out of the playoffs, then guess what? Seeding mattered.
3: Speaking of seating. You know the Phoenix Suns, who right now are just one spot back of first against you know with the Jazz at number one. If they get that number one seed, how is Chris Paul not the MVP?
0: Uh, listen, he's in my top three uh, for sure. Um, I, I think that I, I would vote for him. If they get the one seed, I would vote for him. Now I don't have a, a an actual ballot for MVP um, because the uh, sideline reporter uh, ballot. At ESPN is uh, in Israel Gutierrez's hands, um, so he has that ballot. But it, we'll call uh, him up,
3: make sure he's not going to f it up. <laughs> yeah, yo, it is
0: do. make sure you vote for CP3 because the one seat. You want who's me to had, lobby him? That is many, that what you're saying?
2: Who's had more <laughs> games so far this year? Who's had more game broadcasts?
0: I think he may have have me by like one or two. Oh, um, but yeah, but he's had it for a couple of years, and and so there's that. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna take it from him. Like he, he wants it, he can have it. Uh, I but mean, I would can,
3: vote. We can arrange some things if you want. <laughs> <Just> email him <laughs> like what you a, want him to. do. I still know some people, man. Just like because bu- I've been out of the D for a minute doesn't mean <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean the Volodex doesn't work. Hey, it, <laughs> it, it, you let me know, it, George. Just let he, me is know. A,
0: is it happily? Um, uh, you know, a uh, you know, he's not he's not married again, but he is a happy. Uh, you know, in a happy relationship. So.
3: Well, what's that got to do with me yeah, getting him beat I, up for that card for that vote?
0: I'm just saying. Um so anyway, the yeah, so he's got the vote, but I would vote for Chris. Like right now I have Jokic, but because Jokic's numbers have just been ridiculous too, you know? So and they've lost Murray and they've actually gotten better. which is crazy. Um and there's more on Jokic now. But if if the Phoenix Suns get the one seed, I'm with you. Like I, I would vote Chris Paul there.
3: Yeah, this that's a situation where seeding matters. Yeah. Now, I think the thing that's interesting, though, in this conversation is that if you're Utah or Phoenix, we're not really expecting you to make it out of the first round. <laughs> the, the real teams are the ones that are smashed in the middle, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Lakers. <laughs> right. As as I look at the standings. So even though I think CP3 is MVP, I don't think his team is as good as his record.
0: Yeah. No, I, that's fair. That is fair for sure. Uh, All right, let's get to the phones. We got people who want to chime in on the dogs. The Dodger dog is out with Farmer John. People are mad, mostly. There are some people that feel like it's been overrated. Uh, There are a lot of different uh, variations of opinions here. So let's go to Farley in L.A. Farley, what up?
4: Hey, how's it going, man? Listen, I got two quick points about the dogs. One... The dogs used to be better because they served them on the grill. They served them right up. Now they put them in foil and stick them under a heat lamp. So sometimes the bun is soggy, yeah. and sometimes yeah. it's hard. So it messes up the dog because mm-hmm. you can't have you can't have that. And then you don't know till you get back to your seat. Mm-hmm. Any And the second point is I think both of you guys are right about the bat flips and so the celebrations. There's a racial component because they said the same thing about African-Americans when they play basketball and they play football and they came into the leagues They said the same thing, that they didn't play the right way. But also, my son's a big baseball guy, and we're a baseball family. So, like, he feels like it's a generational issue the way that LZ is saying because it's old heads who want it to be traditional and, like, you shouldn't celebrate after a home run, this and that. But if you want to elevate the game, you got to attract the young players and you got to attract young people. And people like Tatis and Juan Soto and these sorts of people, Mookie, they're elevating the game and making it – you know, more personable for p- younger people to like yep. want to watch it.
3: Yep. Yep. Well, a you notice- let, let, me, let me ask you real quick. When you go to Dodger games with your, with your youngins, are you, are you feeding them celery and carrots? No. Well, I'll
4: tell you this LZ. My son is vegetarian. My wife no. is vegetarian. Oh, yeah. So we, he gets the veggie dogs. We have to travel a mile to go get them. Cause they're all, oh, like I've eaten them. Food. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I mean, I just think that the newer dogs are not like oh, before when I was a kid, and they grill them and they put them in the bun right there for you. Yeah. You know, now they, they put them under the heat lamps, and at some point they just kind of fell off and they're just regular dogs. So yeah. if they want to change to something else like Hebrew National, I'm down for it.
3: But wait till the robot you know, show up. Know,
4: we'll get the other. I'll get other stuff. But you know, we go to so many games because we have, we're part of the group that has season tickets. We'll just bring food now because it just gets too expensive.
3: Right. Right. I like I when you
2: call about dogs and you can hear the dogs barking in the background. Listen to this.
3: that That's my dog. That's his dogs. That's
0: oh. LZ's dog. I was going <laughs> to say, those aren't <laughs> my dogs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dog. Yeah. All right, Farley, thank you, buddy. <laughs> Hey, appreciate you guys. Uh, right man, on, dog. Chase, <laughs> J- Jason and Redondo. You didn't. I, how dare you not know Rufus and um, and Casper at this I, point? I,
2: I felt like when the uh, when the caller hit the arrow. they when did the dogs jump out right as yeah. as
0: soon as he went on. I yeah. thought it was the case for a second, but I uh, I have now recognized Rufus and Casper's yeah. bark at this point. Rufus gotcha. is
3: very upset over the whole vegetarian thing. That's what he's yeah. barking about. He right. doesn't understand it. He wants a Hebrew national dog. Yeah.
0: Jason and Redondo. Jason, what up? What's up, boys? How we doing?
4: Yo, yo. What's
3: up, Jay? What you got, dog?
0: I got
4: one thing. The only, only thing I'm gonna miss about the old Dodger dogs was hearing Vin's sweet voice, Farmer John, easternmost in quality, westernmost in flavor.
2: Oh my God! That was like old lady Vin.
0: <laughs> it really was, though. It <laughs> was a good attempt. Darn dogs, from farmer, John. I mean, that was, like was an a old good lady. Attempt. It was a good attempt, Jason. Yeah. Thank you uh, for the call. Uh, Solomon <laughs> in Lake Balboa. Solomon, what up? Solomon dropped. Let's go to Louie in Covina. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Louie from Covina. My buddy Michael called from Santa Fe Springs about uh, 10 callers ago. Wow. I and- like I, I like how you're, like, tag teaming now. You're bookending. You got your friend calling. Now you're calling. I love this. What's up? Must have a well, strong well, opinion. Well, listen, my son and I are in the backyard grilling some steaks and some sausage links getting ready for the Dodger game, and we were listening to your show, and uh, when I heard him come on, <clears throat> I nearly had a heart attack. The <laughs> Dodger dogs are horrible. What they need to do is team up with Costco – and do the Kirkland
5: uh, Hotlink or uh, hot dogs; those are fabulous.
0: Okay,
4: all right.
2: See Fair that enough. everybody's got a favorite dog. Well, I you... tried to explain this to you guys. You don't listen to me.
0: Yeah, Louie, what? Oh, you dropped. Uh, we don't listen to you. And on this one, you know what? We'll take. I'll take the L on this one. You're right. You were right about it. So, can I sneak in one more, Greg? Yep. Jay in Eastville. Jay.
4: Hey, what's up? Uh, you know what? The uh, Dodger dog is horrible. It's always been horrible. I was truly disappointed when I went there. I had it twice, and I was like, at first I thought I was tripping, and then I tried it again, me and my wife, and it was like garbage. I'd rather go with Costco. Costco makes a better dog.
0: Wow.
3: Did you have the grilled ones or the steamed ones?
4: Uh, I think I had the uh, steamed ones. It was my yeah. first time was going, and then I was
3: just like, nah, this is horrible. Yeah, so here, I'm going to tell you real quick. You need to give the grilled ones a shot. I, too, did the grilled ones first. I've been to Dodger Stadium like a billion times before I moved here, but I don't eat hot dogs. So I never really knew the difference. And then I finally got one because Keyshawn insisted. And then I got one, and it was one of the steamed ones, which you're right. They're horrible. Ugh. But the grilled <laughs> ones are actually... That's horrible. Yeah. Well, you know why that is? You know why that is, LZ? Because
2: Because they're grilled. Well, right. But the boiled ones are all, like, soft and mushy, and they shouldn't be cooked in hot water like that, but the ones that are on the grill are snappy and crunchy. You
4: see? Why don't you just go get Pink's, or why don't you go have Pink's come in there and do the Dodger Dogs, or uh, how about Okie Dogs? If anybody knows anything about Okie Dogs over there off of uh, Pico and La Brea, they serve a pretty decent dog. Mm, decent dog. Why don't they put a 5000
2: But those dogs are Dodger expensive stadium. as hell,
0: aren't they? I'm sorry, yes. say again? Aren't those dogs expensive as hell, though? You know what? I don't eat hot dogs a lot, but if I'm going to eat a hot dog, I'll pay it if it's a good dog. Gourmet. You're like a gourmet <laughs> hot dog eater. I like it. <laughs> All right, bro. Be good. Eight seven 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 ten. espn Eight seven 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 3776 Uh, Coming up next, uh, I want to get people's kind of level of concern with the Dodgers right now. There is a consistent issue with the Dodgers on the field. We'll touch on that. I feel like we should play a game on the draft that every time as we do our kind of like faux mockumentary over-the-top analysis, anytime we use certain buzzwords, if you're in the audience and you happen to be listening at home, so I would suggest maybe you get home quickly, you can kind of play a game with us. Like you have the draft on your TV on ESPN, and you have us like streaming or playing on Alexa, which you can do, by the way, if you have a smart um, speaker at your house. You can just ask them to play ESPN Los Angeles. Um, or, you know, whatever, where, wherever you stream, um, we, we should, anytime we do any quick analysis, cause we'll be bouncing in and out of the draft and then doing our usual shenanigans. I think that, uh, anytime we use a specific buzzword, people should take a shot, almost what like Pee Wee's your... Playhouse back in the day, you know, when everyone would scream and go nuts, yeah. but just like, uh, we can do some version of that and people have to drink at home.
2: All right. My favorite NFL draft day phrase. Yeah, that really doesn't have a whole lot of meaning, but people use and we've come to accept it. Like new yeah. phrases like social distancing. We never heard of it. Now we use it all the time. Right. Upside potential.
0: Ooh, upside potential is good. There is a lot... I mean, look, Jay. Uh, this isn't new. Jay Billis does, you know, does this game at home. He has told fans to do this at home during the NBA draft for many years. Um, so, like, I just feel like we can steal this for the NFL draft and have some fun with it because, you know, the NFL is a little more stiff than basketball. So, uh, I, I feel like it also kind of fits our brand more, LZ. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, our brand is fun. So, anywhere where we can have some fun, I'd say we slap a SLK branding on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, Laura's not with it. Why, Laura?
1: Because I'll be here and I can't Uh-oh. be drunk while I'm yeah. controlling y'all's boards. Why not? Yeah. Uh, uh, my boss difference. is here too. Greg's here, so I can't get all Greg,
0: twisted. Greg, what if Greg signs off on it? If what if I drink with you?
1: What, okay, you just, what if
3: Amanda shows up <laughs> up in here? I ain't trying to get fired. Just, I like just, my job. Just give him a burger. He'll belly, belly, a star, flopping around. Right. he'll be in the bathroom, the whole, bathroom whole time. He'll the whole show. I'll be gone the whole show. You won't yeah. have to deal with me at all.
2: Depends yeah. on what time it is. If you give it to him four seven o'clock,
0: that fun. would be hilarious. Like all of a sudden you want it, you get, you want to test the limits of it. Hey Greg, it's six fifty two. Do you want to try <laughs> some steak?
6: Here's a nice ribeye for you. Oh,
0: yeah, or, mm-hmm. <laughs> never. I got mind. some beef downstairs at the um, uh, yard house,
1: that? man. Yard house,
0: yeah. You want to try some?
6: No, thank you. Ooh, yeah. Yard house.
1: Is that place still you. open? Yes, it so is yeah. still yeah. open. One yeah, of the few open. places that One are still few few open right here. Open. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. How do do that? I heard it was rocking not that long ago.
1: Dude, it's popping every night. People yeah. just want to be out, and there's a server down there, super chill. I think his name's Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. Was oh. Nice oh, is it like that? No, what not up, like Jeremy? that. He yes. sounded
3: like that. Your voice I got mean, all low. Shout out to
0: Jeremy. <laughs> shout out.
3: Shout out. Shout out, Jeremy. Out. He what? was a nice waiter. You yeah. gave all the syllables in his name. Oh, my God. Jeremy. You went Jeremy.
0: Yeah, you did. There is a difference. I, I totally caught that too, LG. did not do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you say totally the place did. is popping. Got some but
3: Lynn Whitfield <laughs> in you over there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Places are popping. Hey, by the way, now that the CDC says that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask anymore, especially outside.
3: Well, um, they didn't say you don't no, have to wear a mask
0: anymore. you don't have anymore, to wear a period. mask
3: anymore. Stay in your lane cap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they say yeah, yeah. you don't have to be outside to wear your mask. Yeah, right. You don't wear a, a need mask to wear outside. One, you don't have Correct. to wear a mask outside. Correct.
2: Um, so, Correct. yeah, so, like, I, I'm feeling fine about that. The other day I was walking around, no mask, and some guy, like, said hello, and I said hello, and he goes, nice to see your face. Not that he knew my face, but he was like, hey, I'm not seeing a masked face. So. Well,
0: I've been, I've been to the beach twice in the last month, um, and, you know... We wear a mask when we're walking, you know, and or, you know near the pier and all that, where there's a lot of people. And then when we get to our spot, people are always separated at the beach anyway. Like there's distance most of the time between people anyway. Nobody wants to be next to somebody uh, when you're when you don't know each other at the beach. So and then you know you take them off there, right? Like I, you know, I think that that is just normal rational um uh, normal rational conclusion but especially with the way the numbers are in la county which has been fantastic really over the last several weeks
3: yeah i'm still wearing a mask though
0: are you oh i'm wearing a mask in public places for sure yeah Yeah.
3: public places yeah for sure
0: you think you'll
2: always wear a mask i think i might
0: Uh, on planes i will i used to make fun of those people i will on a plane
2: like what's wrong with you
0: yeah well first of all even beyond covid I, dude every year cuz I you know I, travel a ton right like there was always someone just kind of hawking up a lung next to me because they were sick mm-hmm. and I always ended up getting sick so I feel like na- I never even thought of it like you know like it just didn't dawn on me to be like yeah wearing a mask will probably protect me from getting you know a cold because the guy next to me wants to you know you know cough all day
2: Yep stop shaking hands too man I mean maybe you'll never shake hands Oh Michael
0: hands. Michael's in on that he wants the bow the, yeah. you know he thinks the Japanese have it right
2: Yeah, fist bump You know, I just want to hug it out with people, though. Like, I'm ready. You know, I want to wear a T-shirt. I've only hugged it out with a few people. Yeah, I want to wear a T-shirt that says, bring it in. I'm vaccinated. You know? I feel like you could sell that. Well, there's no doubt. It's just I'm late to the party. I had this idea weeks ago. I couldn't Somebody has it already. Yeah,
0: it's already everywhere. Ah. Um, Now, the idea for the Dodgers is to score runs, and that has been a challenge. Uh, Greg Bergman, the uh, resident Dodger homer on this show, um, runners in scoring position has been a huge 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 issue with this team like it's so bad that I was stunned at the numbers that popped up recently over the weekend 19 times they they left the bases loaded in 24 hours okay as of yesterday like that was insane like from the weekend
6: yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. But you also have to look at what's going on out there right now. I mean, you have bases loaded. You get so you get Mookie and then Seeger and Turner probably get on. But then you're having Luke Rayleigh and DJ Peters and Edwin Rios who can't buy a hit, and are Austin Barnes and those are the guys that are coming up with the bases loaded and they're nobody else is. Or no, Mookie's that, not, and, and, and Seeger's not
2: really. It's not
6: as much. They are, they are, and sometimes and they are getting out. But for the most part, especially in those games against the Padres, it was always awesome. Austin Barnes with the bases loaded. He did get one hit, but for the most part, it was always the bottom of the lineup that was coming up.
3: I feel like this is an issue that just plagues this franchise. And maybe if I pull back a little bit, maybe it plagues baseball. I'm not sure. But it seems like regardless of who's to bat over the last few uh, seasons, hero ball takes over. And it feels as if people are trying to win games with one at bat as opposed to building and sustaining. And that's the reason why I feel like the runners in scoring position – you know, sort of albatross around this franchise's neck these last three or four seasons is there because of the, you know, hero ball.
2: You're saying that you want to just change the game with one swing. Everybody wants to hit bomb home runs. I'll buy that. But I also just think, look, you know, situational small ball baseball and finding ways to manufacture runs, especially when you're not doing it. And and that's really on Dave Roberts. I mean, that, that is his call. And, and that's what he's got to figure out what to do. And I, I don't mean just like you know trying to coach guys in a batting cage. I'm talking about deciding when to bunt, how to try and move runners around, how to manufacture runs when you're not scoring. And Greg, I'm telling you, man, it's not just the guys at the bottom of the order. It's the guys at the top of the order too that have had plenty of opportunity that you think, "Well, you got Mookie coming up. He's clutch, he's the guy and then he strikes out.
6: Yeah, I mean, Mookie got injured a couple weeks ago, and he's still not back to being himself. But I'll give you this, especially for the Padres. The Padres stole about 35,000 bases over the weekend. So uh, that's something that really makes a difference. And they manufactured runs, like you were talking about, by doing that kind of thing. So... The Dodgers do need to start doing that. There's plenty of times where you can actually where you can steal bases. And Joe and Oral will be talking about it on the broadcast and be like, this is a perfect time to go, and they never send. So it's a it's it is a bit frustrating.
2: Yeah, you want to talk about frustrating. It's when you let a team beat you twice. And what I mean by that is is that when the Padres came back on Sunday night down by six runs and wound up winning an extra inning game, everybody in that series for both teams were wiped. I mean, that was a very emotional and charged series. And the Padres had a day off, and the Dodgers had to turn around and welcome the Cincinnati Reds, who had come in on a seven-game losing streak. And now all of a sudden you go to Dodger Stadium, and the vibe is gone. The playoff atmosphere from those four games is gone, and now it's just the Cincinnati Reds, and they show up. And what did you do? You wind up letting the Padres, I say it like this, beat you for the second straight night, even though it's the Cincinnati Reds. And for everybody that's concerned about Kenley Jansen, it's like, velocity, not as much. Is he good? Is he not? I mean, it's really a toss-up right now, what, what you're going to get with Jansen.
0: Um, I will say this. Uh, the the Reds, I mean, they had a seven-game losing streak. So, I mean, law of averages says they were going to win a game. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's still disappointing to lose to them. Just a complete aside, by the way, and, and I don't know if I've said this on this show before because I've watched – you know, I, I actually have spent a lot of time watching baseball this season so far, uh, flipping around to a lot of different games. And – Nick Castellanos, bro, that guy is a beast. And I know that that's not shocking news, but if you don't follow baseball that closely and, and you know, if you want to watch another player who you probably will love to hate because he's so good and they're playing as the Dodgers this week, um, it's that guy. I mean, he is incredible, Greg. Like, when you watch him, he's got everything from a hitting perspective. perspective. He's big, he's strong, he can hit to all different fields, like, he is a professional hitter. That guy.
6: Yeah, he is, and he's gonna. He's the guy that's gonna always bother. He's gonna. He always. Castianos is always on base. Single, double. Yeah. He just. So he has good. power. The so dude good, is really, really good. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I, isn't I, I like, like six, that.
3: Six six or something
0: like that. Yeah, like he's huge. Like he's a huge, huge <laughs> yeah. behemoth of a man. Um, he was <laughs> the best player coming out of high school back in the day when he was playing. He, uh, I mean, he has like it's hard, right? Like we don't have a lot of guys. Like Bryce, I would say, is in that conversation, right? That he's lived up to the billing to some extent right? I mean, there was a lot of hype on Bryce, but he was the best player, and he is one of the top players, right? Castellanos was one of the top players you know, in high school. It might be the top player, if I recall correctly, and and he's one of the best players in baseball. So there are certain guys, man, that have had those expectations and live up to that billing, but um, he's certainly a guy to, to keep an eye on during this series because he can hurt the Dodgers for sure. All right, coming up next, big deal or no deal? We're back in two and a half minutes, 710 ESPN.
5: Splash! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
0: Big deal, no deal. Brought to you by our friends, of course, at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my buddies at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve... What's right? Greg, what's right with you on Big Deal or No Deal?
6: All right, LZ, so there's a little more to the story about your former boo. He's not your boo anymore. He's your former boo, Alex Smith. Apparently, the Washington football team repeatedly tried to derail his career by putting him on the pup list, even though he was physically able to perform by doctors that said they could, running further than other players on the team with more work and believing the team wanted to physically break him.
3: Is this a big deal or no deal? I need
2: names.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Who did this to my guy? I want
3: to know who did this to him. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Oh, so you mean the football team that dug in his heels and protected his racist slur actually was doing something bad to someone else? (laughs) I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, don't forget, LZ. This is not only a team and an organization – that held on defiantly to their racist name. Oh,
3: big deal, by the way.
2: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but also, this is the same organization that had to clean house this past year because they had a sexual harassment scandal. Oh, that's right. Go on inside that franchise. And it doesn't surprise me that they did not want to see Alex Smith get on the field, and it was out of desperation on their part and inspiration on his part where the two needed each other. But I'm with you. I I think it's a really big deal to to hear those those sorts of accusations.
0: Uh, Yeah, totally big deal. Uh, Not surprising because, as you guys have already astutely pointed out, uh, a a franchise, you know, mired in controversy. So big deal. What's next, Greg?
6: (laughs) All right, George. So a woman called an Uber just outside of Manchester, England, and her Uber driver ended up driving... Into the Bridgewater Canal, apparently went, went about five miles an hour and got Whoa. the front of the car into the Bridgewater Canal. He then asked the, the woman to get out of the car, said, can you just walk home the last 15 minutes? She got out of the car, walked home, and then she w- looked at her app. The driver charged her for the Whoa. entire ride.
3: Wow. Is this she, a big deal? Was she in the car when it crashed?
6: Yes. yes, she, she, was she was in was the, on car. the
3: ride. <laughs> she got off.
6: So, uh, George, is this a big deal or no deal? It, it
0: is a big deal. That's criminal, man. I'd sue for sure. I'd sue Uber. I'd sue everybody. Like, let's go. And that's I'm not I a say. litigious person by any stretch of the imagination. But that's crazy. Even if it's small claims court with Judge Judy, I'd mm-hmm. go. I'd
1: do that. I said that I'm, uh, I'm gonna be rich.
3: Mm, Judge Judy's gonna say, "Like, where were you when the car crashed?" And she's gonna say, "Yo, Judge In the car. Judy's
0: crazy. Like, she's 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 wild, man." So I think
2: that Uber, and we'll see if I'm right or wrong, but I think it's been severely damaged by the pandemic. And I can tell you guys, I called an Uber and I scheduled it. You, you ever do that? You schedule yeah, I've done it, it advance, before. Right, mm-hmm. so that you, I scheduled it for the next morning, and they told me what the Uber ride was going to cost, $50, let's just say. Right. And then I get to the airport, and I see my card was hit for like $180. And they said that the pricing surged. I'm like, no, 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 hold on. I, pr- I asked you to pick me up at 6 a.m. You told me what it was going to cost. And now the next morning, you're hitting me for three times the expense. I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of down on these, these rides. Do you
0: shop services. with – do you go to Lyft too?
2: I do like to go to Lyft. I had a small problem with a Lyft driver though. So,
0: I mean, you know they're mostly the same people, right? They just switch whatever – you know, know between the but,
2: two but they but he, I, I know it's 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 a whole nightmare you don't want to hear about
0: this okay well all right it's, a, um, it's so right out deal? of the bergman
2: playbook i can
0: yeah. promise you that okay big deal or no deal
3: big deal okay. very big deal Elsie um no deal okay no no deal at all as i said she was in the car she got the ride pay for all it
0: right. <laughs> all right next greg
3: all right, I thought Scott. Were, I thought you were
0: I, kidding about that. <laughs> so
6: did I, uh, Scott. This one is just for you. Baker Mayfield said that he is a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Is this a big deal or no deal?
5: Uh
2: huh. Um, I'm going to say it's no deal. He's not alone. There are a lot of people that believe in UFOs. Baker Mayfield. What was it? A few weeks ago, said I saw something. I promise you, yeah. it's a UFO, and he yeah. he held on to it. Yeah. And as far as uh, Bigfoots, I'm not going to use the word that you chose to use. I'm going to call them Bigfoots. There's lots of people that believe in Bigfoots out there. I personally do not believe in Bigfoot, but I'm still open to the notion of a UFO. No deal.
0: Uh, I will say um, no deal only because I don't think, I mean, clearly even the government has uh, discussed unidentified flying objects uh, recently. So, I, you know. And as far as uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, you know, whatever he, however he referred it, uh, referred to it. Um, yeah, look, man, I, you know, I ain't buying that one either. Like, I mean, you can believe it, but, you know, I don't know if there's enough actual evidence of, of that happening. So I'm going to say no deal.
3: Um I'm going to say big deal. Oh. Huh. Well, you can't have Bigfoot have a small deal. Fair. (laughs) So I'm just trying to keep it, you know, consistent. Mm. Okay. Uh,
0: Next, Greg.
6: All right, LZ. So this morning, the Golden State Warriors became the first professional sports league or franchise, excuse me, to create an NFT collection. Joe Lacob has always said that he's light years ahead of everyone else. So is this a big deal or no
3: deal? Um... It's a no deal. It's a no deal. I think the phenomenon has already caught fire and he's just getting warm to the flame. He didn't start the fire. So even though his rhetoric, his rhetoric suggests that he's always ahead of the game. Sometimes he follows And this one. He's following.
2: I'm with I- you on that. I don't understand what he's talking about. He's always so far ahead of the game. Freaking Tom Brady's got an NFT. I mean, some college basketball player from Creighton was on CNBC promoting his NFT. I mean, my goodness, guys, we should get our own NFT.
0: Everybody's oh, got
2: their own NFT Yeah, the problem point.
0: is ESPN would own the rights to that NFT on this show, so that's the problem. Well, you understand Trust what me, I'm saying. Trust me, I've already thought of that.
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying no deal, Joe.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say big deal because I think you guys are missing the point of this. Um, I actually feel like they're, this is just, they're just scratching the surface on NFTs right now. I feel like if you're in the entertainment industry, if you're in the content industry, I do believe NFTs will become a big deal. Now, will they go for, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars like they were on NBA Top Shot? No, that, that's not going to last. But I do think that if you're a team specifically, you can, you can create unique things for your season ticket based with NFTs. Uh, that are part of your season ticket package or whatever you can you can if you have this ability you can send it directly to their phones um, as gifts. I think there are a lot of different perks that teams smart teams can do um, because I just listened to Mark Cuban on a podcast recently uh, talk about this on the Forbes podcast and and it it, it really I, it dawned on me because I'm like wow he's absolutely right. There's so many ways that particularly that. Uh, franchises and musicians and artists and content creators can apply this to their business both for sale and for just gifts to their fan bases i think it's really smart and i think it's a big deal all right what's next greg
3: i have one if you have one wait, wait 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 i got one i got one i got one okay you ready all righty let's do it Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul have agreed to a fight at Hard Rock Stadium on June 6. Mm-hmm. Is this a big deal or no deal? I'm gonna we'll start no with Greg. Deal. We're gonna start oh. with Greg because oh, you know My he's bad. a guest star.
6: Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, I think this is no deal. Um, I don't think that this is. Good. First of all, Floyd Mayweather is what in his. 50s now no
2: 40s no he's,
6: <laughs> old. he's still uh, i i don't i don't think this is gonna be a real fight either way um i think floyd Mayweather is just going to just basically do what he did to everybody else he would just hold them off with his jabs and then eventually just run out make him run out of time i don't i don't think this is gonna be a big deal at all
0: uh i am also gonna go no deal on it first of all isn't it jake paul the guy who's no the, the his brother his brother who was the guy that's been fighting everyone?
2: Yeah, Logan. Well, both, but Jake both Paul's over. the one that made like this past weekend during UFC 261. Him and Daniel Cormier got into each other's face. Right. Well, he don't want of. that smoke
0: if you're Jake no. Paul with Daniel Cormier. But nope. um, the what what I, I just no deal. Like I, Floyd, we saw this with Connor, and it, at least that was someone that you know you thought to yourself like hey, at least it's interesting. Like, the Pauls, I look, I respect the hustle, but I have no interest in watching any of their stuff. I haven't watched any of it. I've only seen the clips on Twitter, and I'm fine with that.
2: All right, let me give you an opposite perspective. I say this is a big deal, and here's why. Floyd Mayweather knows that he's a performer, and he can still make a lot of money performing. But if he fights a guy like Logan Paul, he is in no danger of getting hit or getting hurt. So here's the reason I think it's a big deal. Because Floyd Mayweather can make more money or as much money fighting a guy like Logan Paul, believe it or not, I think, as he can fighting a real professional fighter because nobody likes to see Floyd Mayweather fight. He's boring. Now, the interesting thing about all of this is that these Paul guys, they're pretty much acting like they'll fight anybody, and here's what they've got, 20 million YouTube subscribers. And those 20 million YouTube subscribers wind up being 1 million pay-per-views. These guys drive traffic and drive sales. And frankly, I'm a whole lot more interested in seeing Floyd Mayweather fight Logan Paul or Jake Paul than I am anybody else right now. I wish somebody yeah. would kick one of the, both of their asses. As a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, I, I don't care. Like, I, I, I I love boxing and I love combat sports. I don't love. I mean, this is. I already. I saw the the one with Conor, and and I'm fine. I don't it need to good. see anymore. I liked this. it. So that is, by the way, big deal no deal.
5: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Final segment of the show. No show tomorrow. We're back on Thursday. We have Lakers tomorrow.
3: So Must we'll win. So we'll be off.
0: Yeah. You got what I need, but you say he's just a friend. This is one of those great, like, Bar songs. Remember when we used to go to bars, um, and, <laughs> and you, hang you just on, like everybody. the song, right? It's, yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody's like arm on each other, right? Just like singing and swinging your drink, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in those days. Um,
1: I, I mean, I was waiting for one of you guys to sing. If you all didn't sing, I was like, oh, I, mm, I need to go back to Mason and cheat on you guys again with Mason oh, and Ireland. How
0: was that experience with Mason and Ireland? Clearly not as fun. I,
1: I like them. They're nice people. I like. I mean, I work with John in the Laker game, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I like how you said they're nice people. They are. That's usually what you say when you keep somebody in the friend zone.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're you know, they're cool. LZ, really
3: am I wrong? The, well, there's no other zone for her to go. One exactly. is not available, and the other one's not interested. So no, no, I'm just yeah. talking about
0: you know we, we are we, you know we are the we, uh, as a show we are the show she loves right, and then the rest are in the friend zone. You know? Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In you
6: that a, context. You might as well have just said, bless their souls, you know?
3: That's yeah. true. Yeah. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. It's souls. just yeah,
6: different.
1: Yeah. It's just a yeah. different vibe, you know? Really? Because with you guys, I know I can drop something here. I can say this. I can say that. Whereas like with them, I was like, wait, can I? Can I not? Can I play this? Can I not? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Because
0: Mason will tell you that's okay and then he'll get mad when you do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. It just takes reps. It just takes Good reps. Good to know. <laughs>
0: um, Greg, am I right? Yeah, I'm pretty much. Yeah. 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 Uh, real quick, uh, I saw this story today that came out for whatever reason today uh, about Tom Cruise when he worked on the set of the movie Cocktail. You remember that, when he was the cocky bartender? Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, remember, Elizabeth Shue was in that movie. So there was a scene where they were on horseback on the beach, and the scene was filmed from a helicopter. So the director was in the helicopter, and the helicopter lands on the beach and the two actors, Shu and Cruz, go to the director in the passenger seat to see, like, the clip that he's got, like, the video clip. And then they're done seeing the clip. Shu runs towards the back of the helicopter, not realizing that the back propeller is still spinning because you can't see it because it's still spinning so fast. Cruz apparently dives after her, grabs her legs, and tackles her, saves her from near de- a near-death experience. Uh, because if she would have been hit by that propeller, she would have died instantly. It would have been an awful tragedy. Um, so Tom Cruise, who likes to do his own stunts, LZ. Mm-hmm. A real-life superhero, apparently, even on set.
3: Well, it depends how you feel about Cocktail.
0: <laughs> Not his best movie, I think. No, Not people, his best
3: movie. Yeah, Perhaps things would have been it. different if he hadn't jumped in and gotten away.
1: Yeah.
3: Who knows? We wouldn't have had to deal with Kokomo. We wouldn't have had to deal with that movie. Oh, a lot of Kokomo. things could have been saved... Coca-Cola. If he had just let her run into the helicopter.
0: It gave us the Beach Boys again for the first time in a while, so there was that. You know?
2: I love how yeah, these just... stories surface 35 years after the fact, you know? Yeah. Like, where is yeah. that story? And it was back?
0: confirmed. I saw the story. Multiple people confirmed it that were on the set. Yeah, they said that happened. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know it's... why it came up. It must have come up in like some sort of conversation with a reporter, and they're like, what? And then they just did the digging, and that's just kind of how these things come up. So, so speaking we were,
3: of. We were chatting about the. You know, films of Elizabeth Shue. Right. With an S, not a Z, by the way. Yes. Yes. Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I yeah. actually think that the Babysitter movie is not her best work, actually.
0: Really? Because that's where I first got a chance to see her, um, in Adventures in Babysitting.
3: I've been thinking about this that's a long movie. time because it's very important to me. Yeah, okay. For some reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason. And I think, hold on. My favorite work from hers, I'm looking up on IMDB because I don't want to screw up the title. And you're right because I typed in her nanny and it's everywhere. I wonder if Tom Cruise is trying to get some publicity for his next Mission Impossible movie by leaking the story and getting all this buzz. But I think my favorite Elizabeth moment was, hold on, oh, The Boys. When she showed up in The Boys. Oh. Do you guys watch that series?
0: I did not. Um, mm. I, she's also the Cobra Kai series, by the way. Oh,
3: season. she's in the Cobra Kai series now?
0: Season three, I think. I was told. I haven't watched it, but me someone neither. told me that. Yes. But she's I loved in in her in Karate three. Kid.
2: Like in, when I was a teenager and the Karate Kid
0: was happening. She was she was she the love was, interest in that oh movie, too. Yeah. She was
3: cute. Whoa. And, oh, man. There's she's a like... Hamlet 2 that she's in. No way. Hamlet, Hamlet, is Hamlet some t- more? Hamlet Hamlet 2. <laughs> By Electric the way, she's a, she a really weird <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like, and I'm resisting reading the description for Hamlet, too. No, don't. Cause I, I well, think, actually, no, you know what? What the no. hell?
0: Just give it a read. All right, fine. Here we go. Yeah.
3: In this irreverent comedy, a failed actor turned worst high school drama teacher rallies his Tucson, Arizona students as he conceives mm. and stages politically incorrect musical sequel to Shakespeare's Hamlet. Yeah. That actually sounds interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, she's been in a lot of good movies, though, over her years. Like Leaving Las Vegas was a great movie. That's that was a, a dark really movie. ass movie. Super though. sad, right, but, yeah. but, but a good movie, yeah.
3: Jeez, she's good she's got Back a hell to of the a Future. Career. She was in one of the Back to the Future. I don't remember her in one of those. I Which think one? in the
0: second one she was really? Back to the Future. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, oh, and there was, was a movie called now. The Saint that's pretty good that she was in.
3: Oh, yeah. did you say that was pretty good with Val Kilmer? It's all right. Yeah, there you go. You knocked it down a notch. It's all I'm right. I'm pretty <laughs> good. Is all
0: right. You know, it's. I don't know. By, By the way, Elizabeth
3: Shue is 57. 17. She looks
0: great. Yeah, she looks hot still. She's always been a beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Elizabeth Shoe. And then lastly, before we go, or do we have to go already? Sure do. Oh, all man. Right, it was Babe Ruth Day. So, LZ, just tell the people what we've always said about Babe Ruth. He's black. Okay. That's it. That's the end of the show. All right. <laughs> Excellent work, LZ Granderson.
3: You two, brothers.
0: Excellent work, Scott Kaplan. So much love to all. Uh, Greg and Laura, great job. Uh, Lakers talk is up next, Greg.
6: It's just Lakers talk.
0: Yeah. Lakers talk with Slewa. Um and Babe Ruth is black, as LZ said. All right, we you know you can do the digging yourself. Just just look it up. All right, we're done here. Have a great rest of your day.
3: I don't appreciate any of you crock blockers out there.
0: Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI.